the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome to this week's edition of Black and White Radio live on Lake Michigan. You guys excited? I'm your host, John Anthony. We are. I was getting ready to say we're live in studio, but we're live on Lake Michigan on the Free Spirit Cruise Yacht. Uh, it's going to be a great day. Um, the boat is full on the first and the second day. And uh, I'm excited. Villain, troublemaker? I'm loving the diversity and the inclusion. Oh. You sound like Phil. You sound like Phil right now. I sound like Phil only in the good way. (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, standing across from me is Phil from Blue Island. And look at him. He's looking all evil at you. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Phil, Phil, you got your own fan club. You you see that? You got your own fan club, Phil. Um, Yes, you do. I'm, I'm so excited, you know. I'm, I'm, I see our next lieutenant governor, Stephanie Trussell, st- standing to my right. Uh, we're going to have a good show. We're gonna, we got a lot of good people that we're going to be interviewing today. Um, if you guys haven't heard of Tyrone Muhammad and what he's doing in the city of Chicago, how he's trying to change how Chicago is viewed, um, and, and, and really, really do some effective work in the community of Chicago. I'm excited about interviewing him. Um, we're going to be Stephen Leahy. He's here. He's also a sponsor of the boat cruise today. Uh, we're going to have, I mean, an amazing show, Troublemaker. Yes, you yes. ready? I'm ready. I'm following did your you lead. Bring, did you, you didn't bring any heat this week? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to counterpunch. Uh, no, you got to bring a little heat today. I have something. What, what, I was going to wait until tomorrow night, but if you bring it out of me, you're going to get it now. <laughs> well, well, I got to go fishing then. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> We're on the boat, so let's go fishing Let's then. go fishing, baby. That? You yes. ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> but, um, I mean, this is it's a beautiful day out here, folks. Uh, we're, we're waiting on Amy Jacobson. She's on CP time today. Oh, <laughs> Amy's going to join us here when she gets here. We're going to be talking about it. Oh, uh, look at look at uh, Mark, the man on the street. What's up, buddy? How are you? Hello, hello, man on the street. Mark Wiremuller might hear from me later, but we're giving John Anthony a quick honorary prize. Oh, look at this. We have just made John Anthony the honorary oh. captain of this three-hour tour. Oh, look at here. If you, so congratulations, <laughs> Captain. Yeah, hey, Eric's Skip. taking a picture. I don't want it to fly off, though. I, I'll put it on after after the break because I don't want it to fly off. Put it right here. All right. All right. All right thank you. You know, be, be, before we get started with the show, I just want to give a, a quick a few shout-outs. I want to thank Jeff Reisman from the station uh, for allowing this uh, us to be out here on Lake Michigan. 
black white Marcus Marcus Brown. Um, these guys are amazing. And and here's and, and, and Amy Jake driving. She's, she's still on color people time, but that's okay. Where's the hot sauce? <laughs> Where's the hot sauce? Oh God, for long. But but I want to thank Eric. Eric, always this is our third year, Eric. And um, you always make me sound good, so I appreciate that. Uh, Pete's back at the studio. Pete, shout out to you, brother. Thank you so much for being at the studio. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm thrilled every time I come here, and I do this show for the for the third year in a row. Um, it just, it just does something to me. What, what is it that you when you come out here? Bond? I've told you, I love boats better than planes, automobiles. When I when I'm on the sea, I just feel great. I feel free. Yeah. I well, love that's, it. That's good. I'm going to get me a boat. You, well, go get one. Not uh, like this. Bob Allegra has a boat that he, he may want to give give you. Well, get, whenever get I get some you. real money in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> you though, you come on, man. You daddy, you daddy Warbucks. Uh, I'm coming up. You, really? I got to save though. Okay. I'm whatever. still conservative. And we're gonna we're gonna be talking to Lucky Chucky. Lucky, you know the. In, That's in, my the, new guy, yeah, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you introduced me to him. Yeah. I like that guy. He's yeah. real. Yeah, he, he likes you too. Oh, wow. you know, not a lot of people like you, Valon. Well, 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 and, and speaking of Valon, you're gonna be doing what tomorrow? What will you be I doing tomorrow? I will be hosting Mark Vargas' show tomorrow from seven to nine, and I got a power packed show. Uh oh. Well, you see Mark? I don't see him. He left. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Uh, what, so what are you gonna who, who are you gonna be bringing on? Well, I'll have Jim. Economos. I have Tom from Merrillwood Park. I'll have Ken Duncan, and I'll have another surprise. Oh, you like guest. Ken Duncan, don't you? I like Ken. That's my buddy. I, I, I love, I love Ken Duncan, man. He's, he's, he gets a bad rap a lot, but he's a real good dude. See, a lot of people have been talking at the Safety Act, and nobody has challenged it. I'm yeah. trying to get some people on the show that uh, supports it, and I want to have a vigorous debate. Yeah. It, it, this, it's going to be a strong show, man. I yeah. love it. You know I like debate. Yeah, I, so so later today, uh, Steve Leahy, he's, he's here on the boat somewhere. Uh, we were we were, we were were actually, I was on his show yesterday, and we, were, we really delved into the Safety Act. There's a lot, I wish I'd have brought my list, but there's a lot of other components that nobody's talking about, like the military surplus program. What's that? That's where police departments are giving military-grade weapons, like the trucks, the, the, the armored vehicles, and things of that nature. They gutted that from there. That has been gutted. Now, also what they're trying to do is, when you look at what they're doing with the police, uh, if anybody, there's an anonymous complaint component to it. Mm-hmm. So anybody can just go and, and file a complaint against police, and it's and that complaint is in it, it stays on the police rec, police person's um a record indefinitely. Think about that. There's no way to cl- clear it. No way. Even if it's even if it if it, it if it's found unfounded, that that complaint still has to stay within the. Police no, I don't think that's record. fair. I don't think that's fair. Yeah. It should be a way to expunge that. If it's found to be unfounded, it should be expunged. And, and, and that's one of the things I want to talk with Tyrone about because when you look at people who who who, who are ex offenders and things of that nature, we're trying to clean up their records, but we want to give police records that's that's indefinite. And you know, when I, when I was a huge component of criminal justice reform. When I was in the Illinois General Assembly, um, one of one of the things I was really, really pushing was a way to figure out how how do we get people who have criminal records that's that's not nonviolent, how do we get them cleared up in in, in, a, in a quicker time, you know? And I, I, I was I was going to propose a bill in ten years. If a person has shown that they are a productive citizen society, let's clean their record. Let's yeah. let's 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 give them their gun gun rights back. You know, it, it, when it comes to two A, I may be a little too far because 
just because a person committed a crime, I want 2A restored back to their rights. Mm. You know, not a lot of people, I mean, when it comes to 2A, I really believe it's a constitutional right. Right, right. I you know, it's not something right. that this, this is a constitutional right, and you should never lose that constitutional right to carry. Right. That's, that's, that's now, just the reality. Now, I call out the police and the criminal justice system. You know, I, I just want to keep it honest and keep it fair, but... You know, I think it's revenge when they want to give police records and not expunge their records right. if they're proven to be innocent. Now, right. listen, man, I'm, I'm fair when yeah. it comes down to right. it. You and know? you know me. Yeah. Bad policing. Yeah. Fire them. Get rid of them. Do whatever we have to do to get rid of bad policing. Yes. I, I despise, you know, I, one of the things I always used to say, good cops hate bad cops. That's you, just the reality. You're going to bring it out of me. Oh, there it is. Go on. You know bring what? it out. How do you two feel? Minutes, so go. How do you Let's, feel about... Kim Fox charging the, the oh, two police officers. Yeah, yeah I want to know how oh, you yeah. feel about that. They shot one guy because he pulled out a gun, but the police shot first, but they hit an innocent bystander right. in the process. Right. So how do you feel about the charges? Yeah. And it could get up to 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to hear what you have to say I'm, first. I'm not a fan of it. You're not I'm, a fan no. of it? Especially if the kid, the 17-year-old kid, especially if the 17-year-old kid pointed, uh, as, because they, we don't know everything about the case. Right, right, I know. You know me. I don't I don't rush to judgment until I know all the facts. Well, we know he pulled it out. That's good right. enough for me. Right. He pulled it out. He was intending on using it. But the innocent bystander got shot, and police has, has to be held to a higher standard. Yeah, but, but, but do you know how the innocent bystander was shot? No. We don't know that. See, that's that's the point. So you can't rush to judgment. But we do know he was hit by a police bullet. Okay, but but the police, he was not the intended target. Right. So because he wasn't the intended target, just like what happened with, um, what was the lady that got shot and killed because of her, her grandson came charging at the police? Oh, no, the he had a bat. And then yeah, she was behind the door. Unstable. She was behind the door and she yeah. got shot and yeah. she died. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a, those are unfortunate situations. They really but are. But this is what Kim Fox says when it comes to citizens. They may have been up to no good, but they hit an unintentional target. They didn't hit the person that they was after. They didn't intend to hit that person. Yeah, but you, but 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 that's in order to charge. What was the intent? Their, their intentions was not to shoot and shoot and, and injure this um, the citizen. Oh, there we go. We pull it out. Uh oh, Captain Joe's pulling us out. Norway. <laughs> There we go. We're, we're nor, off, folks. Nor was that assailant when they were shooting another, or trying to shoot another gangbanger. They weren't. They didn't want to shoot the innocent citizen. Yeah. I, this was a, this was a topic that because I posted about it. Okay. I, I did. I posted it on my TikTok and I posted it on on Facebook. I got a, I got a few interactions about it. And um, again, we, we just can't rush to judgment. You know me. I, I don't. Even if it was a police involved incident where the police were wrong, I still don't want to rush for judgment. There's no rush to judgment. And, and my opinion. You I want to know what's the minimum time. They talking about up to 30. 30 what's years. the minimum? What's the minimum? Yeah. We'll find out, right? Right. But I, folks, we're live on Lake Michigan. We're pulling out right now. Amy Jacobson is finally here. Yeah. She was on CPT time today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you listening to Black and White Radio. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio, live on Lake Michigan. We're having a great time. I got my buddy, the troublemaker. He's already started trouble in the first segment. You made me do it. How did I? I don't 
make you do anything? How did I make you, you do you it? Kept poking. Look at this guy. Oh no. You know, um, I'm really thank you. I'm really excited. Yes, you guys know I I have to sit. I have three holes in my hip from an old police injury. <laughs> so I always I gotta sit. I can't stand too long. Uh, but I, I'm so happy to have our next guest. Um, if you guys been following anything on, on Facebook, especially when things happen in Chicago, I saw the other night um, um, you were at a, a, a Washington Park. Yeah. There was a shooting at a at a what an anti gun rally or a softball game yeah, or something like that. Yeah, softball game. Yeah, yeah. Seven, nine people shot. I think two two died. Yeah. yeah. And, and that voice you hear is Tyrone Muhammad. You're the founder and executive director of now X Cons for community and social change. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, <laughs> I also saw where our illustrious current governor. Um, you there, there was an incident that happened between your organization and the governor. Some money that was involved yeah. that was promised to you guys that you're no longer getting, right? So let's 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 um, let's set the preface, right? Yeah. Um, premise, right? As someone who's been incarcerated for over 21 years, yeah. I just grew tired of watching men and women coming in in the prisons with no sense of reformation, right? Mm-hmm. Just to really merely be warehoused yeah. and um, released back into society worse than when they went in. Yeah. And that should be something taxpayers should be appalled about, I right? I agree. So with that being said, we said, you know, it's clear that the politicians, pastors don't have an answer for a Reformation. <laughs> so we say it's, um, we constantly coming back in and out of prison. So since we had a hand in the negative effect of violence against our community and society, yeah. then it's our job as formerly incarcerated persons to correct those ills. I love it. So we so we ex-cons for community and social change. Yeah. I didn't want to make it no um, political correct term of right. returning citizen, justice involved individual because... We don't feel like citizens even in our own neighborhoods, yeah. let alone the society, and, the country. And, and that's what's so refreshing about you. Yeah. You're not hiding behind these words. You know what? This is who we are. And and what we're trying to do is, is affect real change. Not, not, not this political change, but we're really trying to dig into the community, find the sources of the problem, and come in and fix it. So we are the subject matter experts. Yeah. You want to stop violence? It's not going to happen through police. I don't care how much you sit around here as citizens. Since the 1940s and 30s, we have increased in police. Yeah. Yeah. And it hasn't affected any change in the community of violence, right? Because policing, policing is a reactionary. That's exactly. They, they react to problems. They respond. We prevent. Right. You have, if you want to really understand what's going on with the landscape of society, follow the money. Yeah. You got $1.8 billion in policing. Yeah. You got one. $1.6 billion in IDOC, Illinois Department of Correction. Yeah. You got $800 million in county jail systems, but you don't even have $200 million in violence prevention. Wow. So now, what are we saying? Yeah. We said more policing. If we, if we never, we're an organization that say reallocate fund, not defund the police. You should get more police funding. Yeah. But don't withhold funding from us because we prevented over, I can say 
say we can chart a prevention of over 400 shootings and potential shootings in the last two years that, that we, you stop that we prevent that that you don't that we can't track you can't track because it don't happen right so so why haven't why haven't the politicians so, reached out more to you then so we get more love from other cities around and other other uh, surrounding suburbs from mm. Champaign to to Dalton Decatur. to Harvey and Decatur and PR all these people want us to be a part of that but in the Chicago with the bureaucracy if you don't play the politics and the gatekeepers and the gatekeepers black gatekeepers oh I know I know very well and, and if you don't play the politics you yeah. won't get in so JB Prisca we was allocated over five hundred thousand dollars from state rep Lashawn Ford as a line item That's to, my guy. to help violence in the West Side yeah. and violence in the West Side is up over three hundred percent and then we have um, Senator Collins who allocated over two hundred fifty thousand dollars to our organization and a line item for Auburn Gresham area okay. we reduced violence there by thirty eight percent we reduced violence and carjackings in that area and in South Shore by thirty six percent yet JB Prisca has withhold our withheld our funds from us as the organization because you're effective yes you know these I politicians mean, don't want problems solved because the, the more problems they have the more money they can feed towards the problem but when you when you're actually out there stopping these problems but see this the problem no one has a more grasp on the we in the highways the byways the trap houses we are the we are the navy seals of violence prevention yeah we go ahead i, I gotta i gotta jump in for a Please. second listen when it comes to social change what are the specific issues that you can nail down that will change the violent nature that happens in the neighborhood and will get black people that's not contributing to contribute to society that's because it. right now it's just a vicious cycle right right see i'm i'm of the belief that white america can't save black people amen yes stop, they cannot stop stop acting like you're going to be the savior of our issues the issues you help create the white liberal women yeah, woman, yeah, man, they, they, i'm not going to sugarcoat it play games I love it. because i deal with women and children every day who have lost their sons and to for, to gun violence amen. i want white america to understand these inner cities do not produce extended clips, 100-round drums, bullets, Glock, six. We don't produce weed, cocaine, or heroin, yeah. yet our bodies are languishing in prisons from these very products. So are you saying ban guns? No, I'm not saying I'm, I need me one. Let me <laughs> hey, hey, listen, I'm not saying ban guns. I'm, guns don't shoot, people Come shoot. Come on, man. Say that again. Okay, then. Guns Wait. don't shoot, people shoot. But you, you have to do real behavior modification of those boys and men that will pick up guns to kill one another. Okay, you can't, you can't, you can't. And they're legislate. so young now. But, but it's, they, they are. When tell you, me, how do you get into the psyche of these people to have change? That's a it's question. no, it's no magical effect. I have to step to and approach them, and then when I approach them, I have to look at the mental health issue and the trauma that these young boys and men are going. But a dollar, but a dollar, dollar amount, amount is going to change. Absolutely, dollar amount will, a dollar amount will change. You think that a dollar amount by adding more money to policing would change it? Do you want to take from policing? No, no, no. I just said no. You want to get no. more? To I don't play the police game. Right. I don't play the politics right. of public safety. Y'all can right. play that. I right. won't ever play it because I'm go where police don't go. Yeah. I go where police is injured, aren't respected. Yeah. Policing has.
been good for our communities. Yeah. We know this. Okay, we what, don't what, trust what, you, what if you got the $500 million? Why would you allocate those funds? I love it. First of all, violence it. need a job. Oh. If you do not start in prison... Why these men are languishing at their most vulnerable times in their mind and they contemplating the ills that they created on their society. You should not even be able to come out of prison without a viable skill. Okay. Which they got that, rid of. That, okay. that they got rid of vocational. I went to CVS High School. Me too. They removed, yeah, they removed vocational yeah. training yes. from CVS come High on. School. Exactly. I wanted to be an aviation power plant mechanic, right? What year, what year were you there? 89. Oh, you were there with my cousin. Yeah, I graduated. Graduated with Chris. I mean, I played football with Chris Zorich and played basketball with Jawan Howard. That's, so, so, but, but it wasn't easy for me to go to college. It was right. more lucrative for me to sell drugs on the street. Right. I'm That's 16 true. years old with 150 thousand dollars in my shoebox. Now you gonna go? I'm going to college to be what? Right. Now see, but but, that, but that's what he's getting to. Yes. And, and, and what he just said. You heard what he just said. He was 16 years old with how much money in your pocket? 150 thousand dollars in the shoebox. That's what box. you're fighting against. That's you what you're beating to the side. Because in this capitalistic society, we talk economics. Yeah. So these young men know one plus one equals two. So why would I go and have debt in college when I can make $100,000 a day on the street and you telling me to make it in a year? Yeah. I want, can I hold you for one more segment? Yes, sir. Because I want, I want, I want you to talk more about your organization. Yes, sir. You know, why you founded it and yes. um, so how, how can people help you with the organization? Absolutely. Yes. Because because I I knew Milan was going to get heated on Monday. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I mean, I, I love these conversations when we want to talk police, and I can solve show you that we as an organization have reduced violence and prevent crime from coming downtown, coming to North Shore, coming to the Gold Coast, and that should be commendable. Yeah. It's instead and it should it's, be. it's not. Well, it's that's not. that's one of the. It's not rewarded. Uh, reducing violence in Chicago is not rewarded because black death is a hustle for a lot. Of people's in the city. I love it. You listening to Black and Right? More with Tyrone Muhammad and the Troublemaker when we return. I, this is going to be, we're live on Lake Michigan, having a great time. You guys having a great time? Yeah! We'll be right back. The Troublemaker. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back, Black and White Radio, live on Lake Michigan. We're having a great time. All these beautiful, wonderful people from all over the walks of life. We even got somebody from Texas who came all the way up. Laura came all the way up from Texas to join the show. That's amazing. What, 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 Can what, I what say something man? before you let this man speak? Yeah. During the break, I, w- I was going to agree with him before the break, but during the break, I had to tell him, listen, uh-huh. I, w- I would be for spending a little taxpayer's money if they were to open up trade schools. That's what got me out of the hood. When I when I decided, listen, at 18, 19, I'm going to get me a trade and I'll be produ- a productive citizen. They have trades that pay you good money, 60000 starting off or better, all the way up to 100000 yeah. but they won't invest in trade schools. Yeah. Why? Because they want to keep you down. They want to yeah. keep you out of level, depending upon 
on them, and that's called control. Of course. Hey, what, what do you say about that? Oh, uh, that's absolute. You know, um, that's why I went to CBS because I wanted to get a viable trade. I didn't. I'm not the type of person that wants to sit in the classroom all day. Yeah. I want to yeah. learn something yeah. and make a livable wage. Yeah. Then that's what a lot of these young kids in their attention span is not set for college. Yeah. What, what did you take at CBS? Uh, po- uh, aviation power. Plant. Oh, yeah, aviation, I wanted to yeah, be an yeah, aviation yeah. mechanic. Yeah. And it, the only school in uh, the city that, that has had the aviation it. program. And I, I got a scholarship for it, but I was doing too much in the streets to even uh, <laughs> like it. It didn't make $150, sense. $150,000 in your pocket. It, didn't make I mean, no on, sense. it made no sense. Exactly. I, li- I liked it to I liked it to do drive-bys. Yes. <laughs> I, liked it to, I liked it to do that stuff. Yeah. Now, now, I learned, though. I learned from the best in society. Yeah. Cagney. I learned from what, Godfathers. From? I learned from Scott Faces. Where were you from? Inglewood. Oh, what part? Oh, okay, okay. 59th Union, Halston, oh, yeah. Morgan. So, so I used to, be, I used to be on uh, 59th and Carpenter. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, yeah, we, we don't cross paths. I, I guarantee you. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like the Dreadhead Cowboy. I, oh. I, I shot at some people. <laughs> no, no, Dreadhead ain't on my level. Oh! <laughs> so, but, 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 but Tyrone, why did you start... Your organization, and and, and why is it important for the people that are listening to this show to invest in what you're doing in the city of Chicago? See, I think formerly incarcerated individuals are probably the most conservative individuals you ever want to meet. I agree. If we can get past our bias and prejudice of their past crime and act and see what they're doing moving forward, right? Right. So I just knew that I had a hand in the ills that my community, the terroristic effect of violence, gang, drugs, and violence in my community. And so I don't have time to point point at the conspiratory plot to destroy black men and boys. I just decided that I'm going to take personal responsibility for touching the the, the poison that people pump in our community. Yeah. So in, with that being said, I said, you know what? It's going to be on us to do it because we can't look for some benevolence from outside of our community to help us when we're more than capable of doing the change ourselves. Yeah. So all we ask for is the resources to do more and to do better because our success and our progress and our taking care of our families, our communities and raising our women and boys up to be, girls and boys up to yeah. be contributors to society is public safety. Hold on, hold on. you can't be using those pronouns huh? because you know, nowadays you can't use those I, Well, I don't get caught up in that. Okay, well let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Let me ask you a question. If you had the money, say you yes. had 500 yes. million yes. in an account mm-hmm. in, a, in a foundation to use for the inner city. Yes. What program would you start to entice these young men to lead a better life and contribute Absolutely. to society? First of all, you said it. It's about creating and finding and assessing each individual child for their own acumen, right? What it is that they want to do. You got to find that out first before right. we put our ideas on them. Right. That's their world. That's their future, yeah. right? So I would do that first. But I have to tell you, we have to deal with the mental health and the behavior modification necessary to then transform their thinking into to doing something positive and productive because if I can't make you have to give you the knowledge yourself, if I can't then change and transform the thoughts that'll make you pick up a gun and take another person's life, yeah. it don't matter what training you get because you will lean back on that which you know. And you know this so because that, you've been there. I've done that. And you can't tell, nobody can't tell me nothing about gang, drugs, and violence. Right. I did 21 years because of this crap. Well, you, I gotta introduce you to Lucky Chuck. Yes, sir. Did we you was, meet him? Yeah, yeah we met. We gonna look up I really think up. there's some good... Yeah. good 
chemistry between you two. I really yes, do. I, and, and I hope you guys can figure out what that is. Because but, this affects all of us, yeah. our society. Cr- criminality and, and, and prisons affect all of us. Now, where can people find you? Do you have websites? Yes, and How people can invest in what you're yes, doing? Yes, sir. So uh, my organization is eccsc.org. Please go to eccsc.org to learn about our organization, our programs, and you can also donate on that page. But you can also go to TyroneMuhammad.com. That's my book, yeah. Men on the Inside, Observations of Deviance, 13 Prison Character Type. It wow. talks about everything you t- – I should have brought you a copy. It talks about everything you said in terms of the social emotion and, the, and all the mental health aspect that create criminals and crime. And they languish in the prison right now, unstudied. Doing and, nothing. And being released back into – 23 and 1. So the – Society, the public, real quick, should be appalled that these men are being released back out into society worse off than when they went in. And, and, and even uh, they understand crime way better than when, when they, you know... Really? Absolutely. You get if you can't sit a man in prison that got a minor offense with all the type of criminals in society yeah. that's in prison. Tyrone Muhammad, thanks so much for joining us. Guys, get out there, ECCSC.org to support. You listening to Black and White Radio? We'll be right back. More Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Switch your attitude. Go and level up yourself. Just that different latitude. Life too short, those boys. Welcome back to Black and White Radio, live on Lake Michigan. Um, I'm telling you guys, guys, you guys got to go out and, and please follow Tyrone Muhammad on Facebook. Follow what he's doing. Mark, I, I got Mark My Words. Mark Vargas from Mark My Words here. Uh, Mark, that I mean, what he's doing, man, it's it's it's, it's a lot of hard work. Um, and then when you have people who should be helping him, J.B. Pritzker and the Democrats, they're not. What, 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 how does that happen, Mark? Because he doesn't play the political game. Yeah. J.B. Pritzker goes on national TV on CNN and talks about how his administration is handing out money into the, in the south and west sides of Chicago to yeah. reduce v- violent crimes, yet they withhold nearly a million dollars for Tyrone's organization, who, by the way, has prevented over 400 shootings yeah, he said that. here in Chicago just this past year. Yeah. And what's remarkable about, remarkable about his organization is what they're doing is they're empowering those that are formerly incarcerated to go out into the streets to prevent future in Now, you've been to his facility in many times, right? Yeah. Many times. Yeah. yeah and and how go- is it? What's, what's, I, I, I told him I got to get there. It's impressive. Yeah. I mean, it's probably 10,000 square feet. I've given a speech in front of of um, uh, a group of kids, probably 20 of them, ages 12 to 19, yeah. all of them carjackers, mm. all of them have shot a weapon at somebody, some of them may have even killed somebody, wow. and what was shocking to me is that these carjackers, they're like 14 years old, yeah. how do they even reach the pedals? Right. But how do we reduce crime in these areas? It's economic, it's economic opportunity, yeah. there's nothing available to them. We just had Rashad on my show, Tyrone works with him, he mentors him, Rashad spent 13 years in prison, came out 13 days ago when he came on my radio show there was nothing for him didn't have a job family friends place to live all they give you is 
like a ten dollar bus pass. What do you do after all you've known is prison? Right. There's nothing out nothing, there for you. Yeah. And, and I, I wanted to bring Laura on because yeah, Laura, thank you. You traveled all the way from where just to be here? Austin, Texas. What? I mean, how did you hear about it? What? I mean, I made some friends at CPAC in Dallas. Okay. And in Orlando in yeah. February, and in Dallas just this past month. Oh. Let, let me guess. Man on the street, Mark. Right. Man on yeah. the street, Mark. <laughs> I do it. Yeah. yeah. That guy. I decided I was going to be his right side street walker. Yeah. Right. That's my that's right. my alias. So so are you are you uh, involved in politics yeah, down yeah. in Austin? Well, not liberal that, Austin. I, I Texas? am an election official, okay. and I'm in the south, uh, the Northwest Austin Republican Women's Club. Yeah. Oh, nice. So I did I, some I, poll watching and some election officiating. Yeah. I wanted to thank you for coming thank all you. the way to, from Austin, Texas, to join us on so happy the Black and Right Cruise. Are you enjoying yourself? I'm having a blast. Yeah. I, I really wish Illinois could enjoy some of the freedoms of Texas, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. What, I mean, are, do you follow any Illinois politics yes, at all? Yes. Um, so you see how our our governor compared to what Governor Abbott did? Yeah. The draconian, yeah. draconian lockdowns that our governor yeah. did. Yeah. Could, I don't, I, I don't what know. What would have happened in Texas if, if Abbott would have done what well, Pritzker did? You know, Abbott, I like Abbott. Yeah. Uh, he does the right thing eventually. He has to get flanked by the right side to, yeah. to pull him to the to do the right thing. He, you know, DeSantis usually beats him to the punch and then he does. He, he follows. Yeah. Although I do like you know him shipping the, the illegals out. Yeah. Although that was happening here. already. Yeah, 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 here. But that was already happening. But Biden was already doing that. It didn't become a problem until Abbott started doing it. DeSantis started oh. doing it. So, so the Biden administration was already. Oh sure. Yep. They, sure. they were shipping them out on planes and dropping them off in, in New York in the middle of the night. Why do you think the COVID numbers in Florida went up a year ago? They were dropping all the illegal right. immigrants in Florida. That's right. They're dropping up. They for the last year and a half, they've been going to airports all over the country. Newark. Dropping them to red states, probably. Red right? states. Yeah. 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 Wow. Just think about think about connect that. Connect the dots. Yeah. Connect, connect the, the dots. dots. And, and, and they wanted the COVID numbers to rise and go up in these red states to show that these governors were not making the right decisions. Well, California for years has been shipping their homeless to Austin. Really? You can see them? They'll pull up on bus. will pull up on the corner and they'll let them out. I know this because I mean I'm an ear earner. I ask them. Yeah. I, I hear it from them. Yeah. When when they come and check in and they haven't had they don't have a visit. Are there tent cities in Austin? Oh yeah. Like in San Absolutely, Francisco? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean yeah. That, that definitely has to change. Somebody has to. Well, we we've some leadership. That would make you know camping on the street illegal, but they only enforce it when big events like South by Southwest or Formula One come to town. Money no comes in, right? Clear them out. Other than that, they're there. And even though we got that that passed, that it you know is illegal to the ordinance that they can't camp on the street anymore. The police won't enforce it. And I work closely with the police in the in the emergency room, and so I frequently ask them, you know, why are you? Or they get asked frequently why they don't enforce it, and they're like, well, they they can't. They just let them right out. They don't. Wow. There's nothing they can do with that. Go ahead, Mark. Here's my point. I think we're getting close to the election. Here's cynical Mark. I think they're lightfoot. They're sending them into the suburbs, into these Republican suburbs. Yep. Why? Because they want the COVID numbers to spike. Oh. So they've got a justification to, as we lock get closer to the election, to lock everything Absolutely. down. Wow. Right? It's the so numbers aren't moving that's... now. So you got to ship in illegal immigrants who they're not testing. No. They don't right. care about whether they're positive with COVID test, positive tests or not. Preferably positive, this is, actually. This is how you boost the numbers. But think about that. They're not testing testing these people, but they're forcing us to be tested. I mean, the years, two and a half years of forced testing, but these people are coming into our country legally, and none of them are being tested. In, thir- in 30 days, they'll be out on the streets. In 30 days. Wow. And Janelle, Janelle was, she uh, interviewed one of
one of the kids over at the Burr Ridge. By the way, today is her birthday. Today, the, org- the the organization dropped off clothes at the Hampton Inn and, and Burr Ridge. The six state employees that are monitoring them—that's like a prison. They denied the clothes. What? They denied the so home to home project dropped, dropped off clothes. a ton of clothes wow. for men. Was the reason for men? No reason. Men, yeah. women, and children. Yeah, we just want to give it to Janelle a happy birthday shout out. Happy birthday, Janelle. Happy uh, birthday, Janelle. Yeah, thank you so much, Laura. Thank you for coming Thank all the way up to Texas. It's beautiful here. You're listening to Black and White live on Lake. Look at that view. Look at that beautiful view. There's no skyline like Chicago. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and White on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I know. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio. Vilan, we had a new contest. We have a new category, ladies and gentlemen. Famous solo rap artist and rap group. We're done with George Michaels and Marvin Gaye. Because <laughs> you got the, you got destroyed. I'm done. You got destroyed. That's why. Listen, Dennis Revelati. I got Tupac. Oh, come on. No, nope, I got Dennis Revelati said that's not you. <laughs> that's Pac, my guy. I'm not taking Vanilla Ice. No. I, oh, you were taking Vanilla I'm Ice. I'm taking Vanilla Ice. He wanted you to take Coolio. Oh, heck no. <laughs> that's no. Coolio and Vanilla Ice? Yeah. That's what he wanted you to take. I'm Pac. Tupac does not describe your personality. Oh, you're used to. <laughs> I'm a reformed thug. So. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, who do you got? Do you got Tupac or Vanilla Ice? Who's the best? Tupac? Vanilla, Vanilla Ice! Raise your hand! Vanilla Ice! Raise your hand! One white person said that. Yes. <laughs> we, we know that's all. We don't do biker shorts around here. Wait, Millie Vanilli? They that's didn't even sing. <laughs> you got to pick somebody that actually, right. you know, actually was they an artist. <laughs> okay, right. and here's our second Uh-oh. category. Uh-oh, here we go. Here's our second category, group. Beastie. Who's your group? Was I, was I Beastie Boys? No, I was Beastie Boys. You were N.W.A. Oh, yeah, N.W.A. Who, who, who's better, N.W.A. or Beastie Boys? N.W.A. Oh, 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 oh. Villain. Villain. What did, did, right. I don't Beastie Phil. Boys. I can't stand Phil for Blue Island. <laughs> Guys, we're having too much fun. <laughs> Guess what? You are missing a great time. If you've never been on Black and White Cruise, live on Lake Michigan, Free Spirit Cruise Yachts, Free Spirit Cruises, you are missing a great time. I'm telling you, people are, the drinks are flowing, the food is almost gone. <laughs> right, Villain? Almost. You, you just stuffed your mouth right before we came on. I had to hurry up. Yeah. So, NWA won. Pac yeah. won. No, 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 no. Nobody said Pac. One person said Vanilla Ice. We might have to wait till we get back to the studio to do a oh real poll. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Nobody wants to admit it, but when you heard that, doom, 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 you got out of the seat and you started no, dancing. Ice. Even me, and I can't dance. <laughs> and you don't have a black card anymore. <laughs> and I don't. But you said all these white artists. Oh, God. Like, oh, you, come, you definitely come from an era. Generation in there, right? <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, but Vlon, I mean, you heard what what um, Tyrone Muhammad had to say. I mean, yes. I mean, you mixed it up with him a little bit. Yes, you know. But but it's, I mean, the work he's really doing, though, man. I, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm saying to myself, this is the work that should be done. 
I'm proud of them. Anybody that can put themselves out there like that and give back to the community, yeah. uh, I'm with them. Yeah. I, it, you know, it just comes down to what do we spend our ta- taxpayer dollars on? Yeah. You know, but 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 trade schools. I mean, he, I'm behind them 100. Yeah. Get people out there, get them a trade, and find put out it back what in prisons. Love. You know, put it back in prisons. Okay. You, they're just sitting there languishing, not learning a, a trade or skill or anything. Let's get these people back to becoming productive citizens once they get out, because they can easily get. I mean, dude, I'm telling you, a, a, any person that has a trade, they'll never go broke, they'll never That's go true. hungry. That's true. I, like me, they'll I, never go hungry. I'm good. Yeah. And, and I hate to say this, but after COVID, COVID did me good. It did a lot of people bad, but it's doing me real good. But my thing to you is, I want to catch them before they go to prison at 17, 18 years old, yeah. learn a trade. You, you know, teachers can spot things like this guy, he's not making it, but maybe right. he could do something with his hands right. and get him doing something that he loves. And once he gets out of high school, even if he barely makes it right. out of high school, he'll have a job, he'll have a career, and he'll be making money. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's and that's exactly, you, you want to change the, I love how he says the ex-cons, you know, he, he's raw with it. He's, he's so raw, though, with it. You want to change that community? That's how you do it. Give them skills. Yes. You know, because if not, they're going to go revert back to what they know and they can do. Yes. That's just simple. You're listening to Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live on Lake Michigan, Hour 2, coming up next. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We are live on Lake Michigan. If you missed that first hour and you want to hear it sometime later this week, go to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast, click on my smiley face, Black and Right podcast, and you can hear the show without any commercials. Commercial free. Um, you know, I, I want to thank I want to thank my sponsors for this for those who have sponsored the cruise. Uh, Rimke's Garage, Tony and Julie. I don't know where you're at, but thank you so much for sponsoring. See Stephen Tucker from Health Insurance Mentors. Uh, Steve, see Stephen. Every time I call him, he just jumps right onto it. And he, he's just like you know. Um, Steve Leahy, also a, a sponsor of the show, of the boat cruise this year. Uh, Micro Silver, Jeffrey Adams, also sponsoring the show, the boat cruise as well. I want to thank the campaigns of um, Dennis Rebelletti for Senate and Tom DeVore. Attorney General, who, who will be our next will Attorney be, General, yes. who will be our next Attorney General. I'm so excited because you know, normally I'm on the we're we're on the opposite ends. Uh, my good friend, she's host of the morning, co-host of the Chicago Morning Answer, Amy Jacobson. Welcome to Black and Right. Thank you. It's my first time. Yes, this your maiden voice. And I got to tell you, Verlon, you look hot. 
How many LBs have you lost? That's funny. Yeah. I mean, he looks good. Yeah. He hasn't lost it in that head, though. <laughs> he hasn't lost it in that You would really see it if I listened to my doctor. <laughs> what did what, what your doctor he say? He wants me to get to 180. Oh, that, wow. that's a that's, little aggressive. I look sick. Yeah, yeah. I will look hey. sick. <laughs> but this, is, this is an honor. Yeah. The first time I'm on radio with Amy Jacobs. And oh, I want to wow. tell you, Amy. Oh, thank you. You throw a fun, informative show when Dan's not there. I love call. You see, I call you every time you're there by yourself. I love it. It's fun. It's a, I mean, it's it's a lot of work. Dan's going to slap you. I know he is. But it's, um, yeah, it's a different kind of show. But we yeah. still still cover the main issues. Yeah. But we just have a little more fun along the way. Yeah. Like, I actually ask people how they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's the seagull's civility. Like, hey, how are you? Uh, let's have fun, right? Yeah. Well, that's why you got a lot of people calling in now saying, Amy and Dan. How oh, are you, Amy and Dan? <laughs> but, Amy, okay. I, I woke up this morning to Facebook feeds. To, oh my God! Uh, the whole entire downtown Chicago was completely shut down. What happened in Chicago? So it's Mexican Indian Day today, but they, it's a three-day celebration, and I understand that. La Viva la Mexico—that's what you say, because um, they separated from Spain in 1810. But it has turned into a bit of a shite show because they completely block traffic. They turned the medians on Michigan Avenue into dance parties. Oh. And last night, I was watching, so I kept getting rumblings. Oh, it, it's getting bad. Police are calling for shield cars, which yeah. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but officers were trapped in their cars, and people were jumping on top of their cars. One was even hitting a Mexi- Mexican flag pole oh. into a police vehicle. Um, if you watched, anybody watched Channel 7 last night, because I had heard rumblings that they had taken over State and Lake. Yeah. So I turned on Channel 7, and I'm watching the news, and I'm thinking, because there's a car parked in front of my house. Yeah. That had Mexican flags on, and I thought that they turned on their subwoofer, and was that was bleeding in from the street You're into the me. studio, at Channel Seven. What? It was insane. Yeah, because then I turned, I because I I walked outside of my house. I'm like, wait, wait, their car's not. No one's there. Yeah. And it was so loud. Um. There's and I love I love Cheryl Burton. She's my girl. Yeah. Always. She and I have always been tight. And she was reporting the news. She said, and and it almost looked like there was a gun to her head. Smiling, like, and they're celebrating and dancing in front of our studios. <laughs> And she's talking like this, and I'm like, that's not the Cheryl I know. Yeah. But she couldn't say because they're all watching right. the newscast. She wanted to say something else, well, probably. I think so, yeah. but they had to be safe and judicious about it so that they could get everybody could leave work safely. Yeah. Were there any shootings? There were fireworks. Oh, yeah, there's shootings at Kedzie and State. There were shootings all over. And there were fireworks. So police officers, that's why they're calling in for backup. And this happened on the eve of two officers, an officer yeah. and a police sergeant who were charged with a felony. Yeah. That's what I was talking about earlier. How do you feel about themselves. that? I mean, the first, you know, I was there for um, Superintendent Brown's press conference where he was defending them vigorously, saying, no, that was a, you know, not even say it was a clear shot, but this is, you know, the, it was a graphic reminder of the dangers police officers share. But Kim Kim Fox gets up there and says the video evidence doesn't support their story. You but I don't think we're that. seeing, that's the thing. Copa is going to release that on Thursday. So why charge somebody before you get the evidence Correct. released from Copa? Well, this is what she said. God, it's so crazy. She said one of the guys pulled a gun, but he didn't shoot it. The officer shot first, but an innocent bystander got shot, and that's that's what made her He's come to a final fine, decision. No. I mean, it's not like he was fatally shot. He was grazed by a bullet. Okay, but move along. He pointed a gun at a cop. Yep. I'm shooting him. She didn't say that. She said he, he pulled she it knew out. That that's you, you brandish a weapon, I'm shooting. 
shooting you. I'm not waiting. I'm going home. I'm going 1042. That's what I'm going. But the officers are held to a higher standard because of innocent How it, no, it's no. Not when someone brandishes a gun. There is no higher standard. Okay. John doesn't know this, but what's the minimum time if they get convicted? Because they said up to 30 years. What's the minimum time? I don't know what the minimum time is. I, I mean, can't. But the six, max is uh, But it doesn't six. matter. They already lost their jobs. Yeah. They're not going to get a pension, and they could go to jail. Yeah. They, they, they stand the chance of not seeing their kids graduate from high school or seeing right. their daughters or sons yeah. get married right. because they're just doing their job. Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, I, it's a he said, she said situation, but she said there's proof, but I'm, I'm going to wait until the video comes uh, out from what? COPA. Say that again. You're going to do what? I'm going to wait oh, Vilan. until the Learn, video do, comes out from COPA. They don't do COPA. that anymore. You know they yeah. don't do that anymore. But it, 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 she jumped the gun by saying, you know, I, I think she jumped the gun by charging them before the COPA video has been yeah. released. I agree. So that we know, because I don't trust her. Yeah. But you I mean, know, who does? They don't. The but you know, don't. this is Chicago. This is Cook County. Do you think they can get a fair jury? Uh, you know, you can, if you're their attorney, you're going to ask for a bench trial. <laughs> you do not want to. <laughs> not that I'm an attorney yeah. or pre- pretend to play one on TV, but I would never risk that in Chicago. I yeah. don't understand why any cop takes a jury trial in, no, a, just, in, 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 in cities. In this hostile environment. Correct. Like, like this, Chicago. I mean, look at this. We have the most gorgeous city yeah. in yeah. the world, yeah. and I don't feel safe there. And wow. I know when I get off this boat, I'm going to get back in my Uber and get home before it happens again, because it happened Thursday night, it happened Friday night, it's going to happen again tonight yeah, yeah, with yeah, uh, Mexican Independence Day Parade, and I don't know how they're going to stop them. I, if I was Mayor Lightfoot, I'd already be putting salt trucks up in major yeah. intersections just so that, and they're, cause they're, they were drifting again last night, too. Oh, okay. Where? Which they haven't where? been doing. The usual spots. (laughs) Yeah. Well, how do you solve the problem? We we were talking to the uh, young man earlier about violence, Muhammad. Um, How do you solve the violence problem? What what would you do if you were mayor? You have a lot of work to do. That's why I'm not mayor. Right. (laughs) But I'll vote for somebody who has sound reasons. Let's start the rumor. Amy Jacobson. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, but I didn't know the cops lost their jobs. Oh, no, they lost their jobs the night before. They were Quick. charged with felony. They quit? Or no, they, no, 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 Quick. no. Quick. They lost Quick. their jobs. They lost so their jobs. So no due duty. process. They lost their, their job. They, lo- they were on desk duty, and then they lost their jobs the night before. It was so, fast track. So everybody gets due process for cops. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what's happening. And that's why I posted And if they weren't it. white, sorry. Yeah, of but course. if they weren't white, of we course. wouldn't be even talking about no, this. No, we definitely wouldn't be talking about no. this. And that's the problem, right, Vlad? Well, that is true. I, I, I can admit, if they're black officers, Offices, it's not talked about. No, because yeah. they, they wouldn't have been pulled from the streets. No. Yeah. And Amy, really quickly, um, yes, you're sir. holding something in your hand. Yes, I got What is that? Well, my son's a senior at CPS, and now you guys are involved in a close contact of a close contact Uh-oh. of a close contact. Uh, we're here to inform you that uh, your son was present at a CPS building or CPS-sponsored event on September 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 2022 with someone who has tested positive for COVID. Oh, my God. Russell, blah. <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. Eli has been identified as a close contact, and this is all in capital letters, and Musk mask for 10 days since his exposure through 9-25-2022. I know wow. you hate this. 10 days. You, Ten I days. know for fact. Even at outside for football, he's supposed to mask up. Oh, my God. I mean, it's unbelievable. What, did, are you going to go up there and say something? I'm sorry, did you say something? Are you going to go up there and say something about it? 
Oh, look at the time. I've so, got to go. so, so, so we're headed back there. We're headed back. No, to we're where going we were. back. Yeah. In New York City, if you have a child in high school who's not vaccinated, you can't play sports. You're kidding me. No, that's still in place. Isn't that insanity? Uh, yeah, but, but, but the people girl, that are coming here from from uh, the border, oh, they, they don't have to get tested or anything. Like that. No, they do get tested. They, okay, but it's not mandated vaccinations. Oh, they do oh, get tested. Yeah. They get tested at the border, and they get tested up here. And I love it because the mayor of El Paso. I used to live in El Paso, yeah. so I watch all these politicians just talk about border issues, and I want to scream. <laughs> you like I lived there for right. almost two years. We would have five hundred a day, maybe some days fifty. To have eight, five to eight thousand a, a day. The mayor of El Paso is uh, spending two million dollars on busing them to um, New York and Chicago and DC. Well, Amy, thanks so much for well, joining us. I hope you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, thank you for inviting my sisters here. Yeah. So this is really nice, and right. uh, I love you both. All right, J- Amy, keep up the great work. Right. Hey, hey, Amy Jackson. <laughs> Every morning, Chicago's morning answer. We'll be right back. the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about it's black and right with john anthony on am 560 the answer maybe i'm foolish maybe i'm blind thinking i can see through this see welcome back to black and right radio live on lake michigan this is america baby we got the bailey flag flying high Darren Bailey for Governor Flag Flying High. We got the next Lieutenant Governor Stephanie Trussell somewhere amongst the people. Um, I'm here with my buddy, the Troublemaker. Um, you tried to cause some trouble with Amy, didn't you? No, I yeah, was just did. asking a couple of questions. That's all. I don't believe you. But I'm begging the people, please. It's now or never. We're going to lose Illinois if you don't come out and vote for Darren Bailey and Stephanie Trussell. And you got the shirt on. And I got the shirt oh, on. Oh, yeah. Which, which, which Stephanie didn't bring me one. Oh, 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 oh I, didn't, I didn't see you right there, Stephanie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, um, um, you know, um, yeah, actually yesterday... I um, had the opportunity to go on the IRS Radio Hour. That's the name of the show, I Actually, believe. Actually, tr- the show you were on was the Trust Radio Hour. Oh, the Network. Trust, that's right, that's and right. And it's going to be, it's going to air at 4 o'clock this afternoon. Yeah. So right after, <laughs> right after, <laughs> I, I'm new to this. Yeah, yeah you're very new. <laughs> you rookie. <laughs> you rookie. So, you know, I run into John Anthony at, at all these. Yeah. Uh, this is the best event. Thank you. Because. Thank you. Look, look at, look I know. around. It's just I know. beautiful. So, I told you, and, and I told, and, you know. Uh, when I when I first came up with the idea, uh, they looked at me like, "What the? Fuck? Okay, live on the uh, boat show, live? Okay." And look at the crowd. Look yes. at the people that are here. People from fun. all walks of life, right? But see, you know, um, we um, we interviewed yesterday. I thought it was a good interview. Yes, you it's know, always a good interview. You know, yeah. you know why, John? Because we have fun. We do, and that's what it's all we about. We do. We do have fun, and and we love to have you on the yeah. show. And of course, it's all about the guests. And yeah. that's why you made it such Uh-oh. a great show. Look what did you guys talk? We delved into the Safety Act. We talked about the Dobbs decision. Um, basically, that the Dobbs decision was the correct decision. That's right. You know, it, 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 in, in my opinion, the Dobbs decision was correcting a wrong that happened in 1973. That the, and you, then everybody knew it was wrong. And everybody knew it was wrong. Yes. And then we, it, we're supposed to accept it because it was wrong a long time ago. And we're just supposed to say, well, it was. it's a long time ago. Let's just leave it alone. I right. had this conversation 
situation with Field when we first got on the boat. Yeah. Just because the Supreme Court says it's right doesn't mean it's right. Correct. I talked about Dred Scott. Yeah. I said, man, it was the wrong Perfect. decision. Yeah. Yeah. Period. But that, but Perfect it show, example. Perfect example. Doesn't it show the beauty of our system of government, yes. though? Just, I mean, and, and what we talked about yesterday, the Constitution. Yes. You know, and, and how important that document is. And if people actually understood it and actually read it, they'd yes. understand the system of government we created hundreds of years ago still works today. And that's why I have the Constitution segment on my show yeah. because I want to talk, I want everybody to to read the Constitution. Yeah. Think about it. When yeah. there's a, decisions come out, read the decision. Right. Or at least a summary. Yeah. Because you want to understand what they're trying to say and the logic behind all of this. Yeah. And, and there is logic behind it yeah. most well, of the time. Most I don't think it's fair that I keep calling this guy out <laughs> and he's sitting over there just taking it. So come on, say something, Phil. <laughs> oh, here we go, Phil from Blue Island. Hey, family. Uh, I I missed out on the conversation, so I would like for you. We were talking about the Dobbs decision and how it was the correct decision because it righted a wrong that happened in 1973. I know you're going to talk about precedent and how they don't like to break precedent, you know, when it comes to the, the, the Supreme Court decisions. But that's why the judges are there to, well, to, to correct wrongs. Again, I heard somebody else talk about um, what you call it, stable law, or whatever settled law. Settled law. So, I'm sorry. So if if, if if it's settled law, and I'm just concerned about the women. I'm not thinking about me. I'm not thinking about anything else. Okay. I'm thinking about young girls. I'm thinking about uh, but can difficult I, Can I stop you right there, Will? Yes, sir. It's, it's not law. There was never a law. It was That's the point. Years, no, it wasn't. The, 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 the Supreme Court legislated from the bench. There was never a law. To, 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 uh, right? That's true. David? Because what they said was that you can't make a law Correct. about about this issue because it's a constitutional right. That was not in the Constitution. No. And that's really the thing about it. Is that now, we can, now we can go back and let the states decide. Here in Illinois, you never have to worry about that. So so you're saying that everything, every law, every statute, everything Supreme Court decision constitutional, or all of them are? Well, well, the answer is yes, they all have to be constitutional. Well, that's, the answer is no, obviously. Okay, but so for 50 years, where women and children, girls and, 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 and so forth have been depending and living with this standard, to just all of a sudden uh, to put in a couple of judges that shouldn't have been uh, nominated by Trump, and to, uh, yeah, you know I had to go there, and to also, uh, 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 now all of a sudden, just all of a sudden, get this mandate or this, this uh, will to change this law. It's been a law. Well, then, let me, let me, I'm sorry, sir. But let me just let me just interject here. It's like nothing's changed here in Illinois. Right? Here in Illinois, the law is the same. Nothing's changed. And so that's what I think people are realizing. Yeah, the, the, the um, Supreme Court changed that all they said is go back to the states. Let them decide. How can, it be, how can anybody be against people deciding the way that their life should be and the way well, the law should be. But so what it comes down to is helping people make the right choices. People don't make the right choices anymore. They, 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 they're they using abortion as a safety net. Well, I can go out there willy-nilly have sex, and the next thing you know, well, if I get pregnant, I just get an abortion. It's not right. We're losing our standards, our values, and our principles. That's the problem, Phil. Did you, did you actually just say helping people make right decisions? Right decisions. So Where, Where's our shame? Again, okay. So where's that freedom of choice? That we're so so much relying on. If we're if the government is coming in helping us make decisions, it's not our decision anymore. Yeah, but you you said freedom of choice. Freedom of choice from what? 
What feel? Freedom of choice from from government overreach. Yeah, but but that's that's what we're debating. The Supreme <laughs> Court overreached in 1973 with their decision. Okay. It was it was not in their purview of power to make that decision. Okay, but since it was, since the majority of the people were satisfied with that law. No, well, who? The majority. No, of that's the, not true. Exactly. Not true. That's not true. I can say it's not. True. You know why it's not true? Because okay. even Bill Clinton says safe, rare, and legal. Remember that? Okay. Bill Clinton. What whatever happened to that? Let safe, rare, and legal. Let me just say this. Make the decision. The choice begins with your own with your own activity. What you do. Okay. So when you make a decision to uh, engage in that activity that's going to cause a child, maybe that's when you should make that choice. Well, my, my only problem with this conversation is that it's for men. That's, that's no, it's not for men. It is, it's uh, not for no, men. No, no, they're no, babies. You missed what I'm saying. It's for one, two, three, four, four babies. Men making this, oh, oh, okay, this okay. conversation but, but, about women's. Uh, uh, that's not the discussion. We're having a discussion about the, pr- the the principles of power. We're not we're not we're not debating if the the, the actual abortion itself. We're debating the power structure that the, that the oh this boat is rocking right now. <laughs> Everybody better hold on. Um, we're actually debating the power structure. Of of it. Not so much the act of the act of abortion. Because guess what? Yeah. The, the decision did not get rid of abortion. It says go back to the states, allow your state legislators to create bills for or against it. How many women on the Supreme Court agree with that decision? None of them. But let me tell you something, Phil. Don't, don't that women? Don't you got to look at something? you got to look at the big picture. We're losing our values and our principles, and we're taking this country down the wrong road. We got to get some kind of substance back in our lives. Something that we. We can look up to and believe in and just being whores is not going to cut it yeah, I agree. One woman did agree, right? Uh, the, the new, Sandra the, no, not Sandra oh. Day. I'm talking about the new, the the, the Dobbs decision, yeah. right? And the, and oh, the Supreme Court. Yeah. The oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was. True. Yeah. Why not? Why she hijacked her seat. But anyway. oh, oh my! Really? How? <laughs> how? How does she hijack that seat? Again. She she was appointed by a duly elected president, Donald Trump. Uh-huh. He was he was elected. We had the Senate. There was a vote. And she was she was put on the Supreme Court. So tell me, I don't understand that. Okay, I don't want to flip flop the conversation too much, but you I, know, I might lose that argument. So I'm not gonna... <laughs> I never want to. Oh, I love Phil. That's yeah, why. Yeah, at least I can be honest when I'm when I'm busting. Nice to meet you, Phil. I never met nice you before. Nice to meet you too, my nice friend. To you. Thank you. Yeah, oh you. my God, that's funny, Phil. But, but again, uh, I think women still should have a right to. They their do bodies. have a right. Not all women agree with it. Right. So everybody's not. The, it's the same with the black and right. Right. Not not, not all black people. Agree together. No, right? no. Is that not all black people? What, not all black people agree, agree on everything. I'm, I'm glad these guys brought it up. Right. Conservative women have been cut out of the conversation, exactly. so it's not all women. Exactly. exactly. Well, we we do agree on. If you want to, you know, I, it's true. Still coming from you saying that that's kind of strange. Especially <laughs> because it's three black men standing here. Right. So, so I could say that black men don't all agree. No. That, as a white man, I can't say that. Yes, you no, can. I open up this can of worms. You can say yes, it all you can. Day long. Well, make it yes, right. you can. Guess what? Let's all agree. No, yeah, no, we don't. So no, I'm, so obviously that's true. Right. He's making the example. I mean, to, to see, and that's my problem. To tell white people they can't talk or can't can't make a statement. And you didn't say that. I'm not saying you're saying that. He made an observation. Uh, no, no, we all don't agree. We and guess what? We still have that conversation and discussion. Right. You know, you listen to the Black and White Radio on AM five six to the answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. We'll be right back. Thunder. My Let's get to him, baby girl. Hey. 
and right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and White Radio, live on Lake Michigan. Captain Joe just took us over to the playpen. Oh, <laughs> uh, in, in, in the waters of Lake Michigan. I don't think we had too many fans with that Darren Bailey flag flying. No? No, I'm just kidding. They were actually people throwing. Well, yeah, because remember, we had the up. Trump flags flying last time. Oh, and we, they got, were, we got booze and oh, everything. Oh, you else. guys going to hell oh, and all that type of stuff, we were told. So I think the tide is turning. Yeah. We, we're not getting any booze. No. People want to enjoy this, yeah. what they're enjoying right now. They don't want any more lockdown policies. Well, what Amy just said, it looks like we're trying to, they're trying to go back. And Mark made a, a very interesting um, point about bringing these um, people from Venezuela and they're dropping them off in red districts or red cities so the spike in COVID can go up so they can lock down again. I got something to say about this. But Now, you got all these Democrats out here talking about Republicans like DeSantis and others are engaging in... DeSantis are in, engaging... He Mexican now? DeSantis? He's Hispanic. But he said DeSantis. You're throwing me off. But he said... They, they're saying that they're engaging in human trafficking. But what yeah, about, I heard that. But what about Joe Biden in the beginning uh, yeah. shipping these people to conservative districts? That's okay. But they want to turn the tables on conservatives and say what they're doing, sending them to sanctuary cities is wrong. Yeah, see, I, I try not to follow anything with Joe Biden, so I, I, I really didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that Joe Biden, because I, I can't listen to the man speak. He flew them to conservative areas in the middle of the night, and now we're busing them back to Democrat areas, hey. and they're trying to flip it on him. Did they drop some off at Kamala's house? I don't know. The pre- vice president, did you guys, anybody hear that, that they dropped some people off at Vice President Kamala Harris's house? Well, and she has like this huge fence, Joe, uh, and he was like, hey, Kamala, take the wall down. Wow. She has a wall around her house. Beautiful home. Well, so does Nancy Pelosi. They all do. They all do. Walls work for them, but not for us. Not for us. Not for the country. Think about about that. Yeah. Walls work for them, but not for us. They're hypocrites. Yeah. They're all hypocrites. I need to make a t-shirt say, think about that. Yeah. I say that so much. I I was talking to um, my wife, Deborah. I said, you know, I say that I should make a t-shirt that says, think about Think about that. How about this? Combine both of your phrases. Think about that. Let's have the conversation. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's two shirts. <laughs> That's too sure. Let's yeah. have the conversation, right? Yeah. Because you know we don't have the conversation. Like we just had a conversation with Phil. Yeah. You know, Phil tried to take it racial, make it racial with with what uh, Stephen Leahy said, but Stephen Leahy made an observation, which was correct. Yes. You know, he all three of us as black men, we don't we don't agree. No. Right. No, you're right. And and to say that you can't say that, Phil. Phil's over there holding court. He got people in that conversation yeah. now. He found a person that a white person. That said, listen, back in 1619, my people were slaves. Yeah. And guess what? He Who said that? Oh, right oh okay. Yeah, I, I, he's going to come on in the show. He's going to come on later in the show. But Phil didn't know that before 1857, white people were true slaves, not indentured servants. Yeah. Wait, so think um, about that. Yeah, I, I got to interview Julie Remke, so I got to find her. 
uh, Rimke's Garage because Tony's not going to come on. Tony's acting like a little bo- um, nothing. Tony won't come on. Tony Rimke. Why not? Uh, the Rimke family is a great family, man. You know, they, they sponsored my radio show. They sponsored this cruise. Um, you know, what they do uh, with sprinters and things of that nature they, uh, at their garage. I'm trying to do my show actually at their garage. I will, It's in Johnsburg. Oh. I would love to do my show at, at Rimke's Garage in, in, in their garage. I think it'll be a great show. And my and Mama Rinky, Mama, she listens to the show. Hey, Mama Rimkey, she listens to the show regularly. Um, all of the Rimkeys. Joe, he didn't come, and I'm upset with him right now. Uh oh. You know, don't put him on the spot. I'm, I'm putting Joe Rimkey on the spot because he should be here. No, I don't know what he's doing, but he, his wife here and his brothers here. So oh, that's, that's all they, they represent. Yeah, but you know, um, that's what we do, though. Well, we yeah. have conversations, man. But see, it's so hard to do that nowadays. We don't agree. No, not on the show. We no. don't agree. But we're willing to have the conversation. Yes. You don't have to kill each other to have a conversation. Yeah. But that's what the left is. I think people think we want to kill each other. Yeah. So that's what makes it good. Yeah. But I, 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 but they, guess what? We're following in the footsteps of Don Wade and Roma. They were married and yeah. the oh, all yeah. the time. And they would go at it with I each other. Loved it. They would loved go it. at it with each other. Uh, you get a lot of um, uh, fan mail on on, on oh, yeah? Facebook. Are they agreeing uh, or disagreeing? No. Your your whole anti police stance. <laughs> people love you. But it's not anti-police. It's just holding people accountable. We have a lot of good police. I say the majority are good. But when it's bad, it gets real bad. Yeah. But, and, and, and we can talk about it. But and you know that what happened the other night, I mean, what with, with happened in July, I don't think that was, I think that was a, a, a rush to judgment by Kim Fox. But remember me and you mix it up a lot, and I always say trigger happy police, police shoot too fast. Yeah. This is kind of, this is kind of borderline for me. Uh, but I still think the police shoots too fast because that innocent person got shot. You can't say shot. that. That innocent person got shot. Villain. Villain. You ever been face down with, the barrel, with a barrel of a gun? Have you? Uh, I've been shot at even when as a civilian. Face down? No, chest. Yeah. Gun to my chest. Yeah. Not but, face but, down. But, but I've... So he didn't have the balls to pull but, the but, but to say that police shoot too fast, guess what? In some instances, they don't shoot fast enough, and that's why they, they end up dead. Think about that part. I could have been dead. No, I'm talking about policing whose job it is to defend and, and, and not get shot and killed and to go home. Listen to Black and White Radio. We'll be right back. Back to Black and White with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm on the loose. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Make I need some room. Welcome back to Black and White Radio, live on Lake Michigan. This boat is rocking. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have, um, what do they call that when you boat sickness? See, I, I don't have, I'm so glad I don't have that because we are rocking big time right now. I'm telling you guys, if, if listen, if you do not come to this boat cruise next year, Valon, how much, how much of a good time are they missing? A lot. I've been coming here three years straight. I'm hooked. I'm a hook like yeah. uh, <laughs> uh oh don't say that. I ain't gonna say it, I ain't gonna say it. Um, you know, Vilan, we had our we had our next guest in studio with us what uh, a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. 
Uh, he's known as Lucky Chucky. Lucky Chucky, the uh, one and only. Salute. And Charles, I'm never going to butcher your last name. Honaki, the Honaki. Honaki, that ain't good. I'm still not going to butcher it. Uh, he's also on A&E 60 Days In. Um, what's been? What's the latest now? With uh, can you can you talk about more about uh, 60 Days In? Any? Yeah, yeah. The, uh, a lot of people are already seeing how I'm inspiring people on the show and how I'm already making a difference within that county jail. And soon we'll be making a difference within the whole system and country, hopefully, because it needs it. I'm right here with today with Bob Allegra. You know what I mean? We're doing great things in the community, and we're going to get his, his story out there. I'm also... So here with Philip Kiss right here. Yeah. One of the top ten best lawyers in Illinois out of eighty thousand. You know what I mean? Don't I'm fall. also here with uh running for lieutenant governor right here. Uh Miss Transfer. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you, you have, go. <laughs> I, got a, I got a question for you though. What's that? As long as you've been doing this show, and I, I need an answer from you and your lawyer. Do you see any improvement when it comes to the criminal justice system? Well, currently in Illinois, what I've been through in ninety seven compared to two thousand. 2018, I've seen dramatic changes within the Illinois Department of Corrections, but within the system and the way, you know, the system is in design, no, I haven't seen change, but I've seen changes within the system here in Illinois. Hey, most you, definitely. you need to hook up with Tyrone Muhammad. I, I just talked to him, yeah. but you know what's interesting? It's Hey, what I want to ask is we have a lot of politicians today here, on right? Mm -hmm. So on the show six days in, I got a chance to meet Reginald Scandrick, yeah. and he's like very good friends with Shaquille O'Neal. They're like best friends, right? So I meet this man, and he's telling me that he's not a politician. He's telling everybody I'm not a politician. I'm not a politician. And I'm like, but you're an elected official. You're the sheriff of Henry County Jail, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, but I'm not a politician. But, however, you look at your LinkedIn and you ran as a Democrat, right? And all of a sudden the man tells me, oh, you know what? You did your research. He looked at me like I was stupid or something. You know what I mean? You're a Democrat right. and your policies in your county are not working for your jail. Right. So hopefully we make the changes that are needed within the Henry County Jail. And this and Henry County where? Georgia, yeah. right outside of Atlanta. A deplorable condition within that jail. Inhumane condition for the inmates there. Like what? Oh, you name it. You know what I mean? You name it. Like I said, I've never been to a facility before where they never let a man shave or get a haircut during their whole stay there. You got you got people there looking like Neanderthals. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never been to a facility, even Cook County Jail, going back to 97 to 2012. They give a man a milk, fresh fruit every day. His nutritional value is a concern. There, I ain't see that one time. How are you not going to give a grown man, and that's what's in your budget, right? To feed a man his nutritional value. Right. So they're depleting a man of that. They also don't want people to work out there. They don't want to build super convicts. They got basketball rims with no basketballs. They ain't got no weights. They took what? them out of every facility. Yeah, it's sad down there, man. They ain't got patients down there. They got prisoners. And while every every mental health hospital continues to close, what are they doing? Them jails are now serving as mental health facilities. Yeah. And they're profiting off this pandemic. Talking yeah. about a quarantine unit. Ain't no such thing as a quarantine unit. Like I said, them issues need to be addressed, and right. that's what we're doing. Wow. And Bob? And, and that's the same thing in the federal prison really? system also. They took the weights away Food. We didn't get fruit. We didn't see fruit for for months at a time. Were you twenty three and one, or what were you? Were you? Uh, during the quarantine, yeah. we were twenty three and one. But uh, what was interesting about us is we were a barricades uh, system. Yeah. So we had um, separate rooms down in Terre Haute. Yeah. So we had uh, 50, 50 guys in a unit. Yeah. And in, that's Bob Allegra you're hearing talking right now. In Milan, Michigan, we had one hundred and ten guys in a unit. Um, yeah. 60 and 60 on each side. Now, you started a GoFundMe. What, what's the GoFundMe for, Bob? Well, I'm trying to get... Um, I'm going to prove that I'm actually innocent of any crime. Yeah. I've had several law firms tell me that. Uh, the, the evidence is overwhelming. 
We've hired Phil Kiss here uh, out of Gurney, Illinois, yeah. that has uh, written a letter that uh, there was no crime that was committed. And, and, and really quickly, about in 45 seconds, talk to the people about what that was, the crime, well, what you were charged with and arrested and locked up for. I, I was a very successful businessman in the aviation business, buying and selling airplanes, flying charters. My customer base in the Chicagoland area alone is politicians and very wealthy, yeah. wealthy people. Yeah. Um, a couple of fellas decided that they wanted to have FBI. their own... FBI. <laughs> decided to want to have their own airplane and their own pilot. They spent two and a half years to try to get me to fly drugs, which I continually said no. And finally, at the end, I knew there were informants, and I, for some stupid reason, yeah. I decided to say yes. Yeah. Knowing there wasn't going to be any drugs there, right. but just showing up makes you guilty yeah. mentally. Yeah. I look stupid. There's no question yeah. How about did you it. Two me. You know what? We met through some acquaintances. Gigi Capri, one of them, a great friend of mine. Check him out over there at Capri. Hey, Restaurant. we should get to, to do the food for this next year. You know what? I'm going to talk to Gigi personally about maybe uh, catering the next event here. But remember, you know, you know how many people in this country have been accused, and not only accused, but convicted of a crime that they didn't do? There's thousands right here in Chicago alone working on exonerations. Bob Allegra is one of many, but we need to get his story out there, and we need to hold these people accountable and Larry for what Biella. they're doing. And Larry, Larry Biella, Biella, he's also working on that, right? What makes my story even more interesting is the fact that the federal government, the prosecutor, falsified an indictment, out and out lied, and we will probably proved that he actually never procured an indictment in front of a grand jury. Wow. Phil's working on that right now. Oh, wow. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Illinois. Huh? Second worst in the country when it comes to pol political corruption. <laughs> That's yeah. a fact right there. <laughs> See what I mean? Ten seconds. Go. See what I mean about the system is broken? Uh, broken. <laughs> it's more than broken. That's more than broken. Like I said, hey, we, that's what we're doing here. I hate and I, you. I applaud you, Trouble. All day, I applaud you. All day. That's I, right. I appreciate Black, Black and Right Radio. You listen to the Black and Right Radio. Solid. Guys, we'll be right back. Thank you. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and White Radio on AM 560. I'm your host, John Anthony. We're live on Lake Michigan. I got my um, Oscar Mayer whistle. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. <laughs> Eric looks at me like, what? Did you just blow a whistle? <laughs> um, you know, I wanted to bring on um, our, our next Lieutenant Governor, Stephanie Trussell. I know we just had her on last week. Um, did you bring any um, boss dogs today? They don't travel very well. I mean, I wish they did, especially the hand-cut fries. You kind of need to be in, in the restaurant to get them and eat them as soon as you can. But now, you guys got a fundraiser coming up at Boss Dogs, yes, right? When is that? That's on Wednesday. We have a bus tour that's starting on Monday. And go on our website. You'll see all the locations we're going to. And this time they included uh, Boss Dogs is one of their stops and on Wednesday night. It's going to be fun. I've pressured my husband into coming up with a hot dog just for Darren Bailey. Ooh. You know, he's very creative. And so we'll see what we what he'll come up with. He needs to create a black and white hot dog. Oh, figure it out. Black oh, and white okay. hot dog. That's a great I like challenge. spice. I like peppers. Oh, I like spice. Okay, that you sounds know, like I a like good spice, idea. I like spice, peppers, chili. 
cheese, something, okay, something right. with we, black and white. You have to text me all those yeah. ingredients, and maybe we can make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. So how's it been going? Um, people just ask last me week. that. Uh, it's so funny. I was down in Arthur, Illinois, where uh, you know it's an Amish community, and I got to tour uh, Amish business. And the gentleman only had a flip phone. They don't. They don't have internet. And oh. one of the questions that he asked me, "How is Darren Bailey doing in Chicago?" Yeah. Everybody asked that question. Yeah. He is doing the same thing he did south of eighty. He is. He's basically. He's a rock star. He's working hard. Everybody knows who he is. He can't just walk down the street. He's known everywhere. We're doing what we did in the primary. We're out working the competition. Yeah, I saw as we were going past the shoreline. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we got a Darren Bailey. Yeah, thank up. you. That's Stephanie awesome. Bam, Darren, yeah, Darren Bailey I, I took a picture. Flat. Yeah, and um, we saw some people as we were by the shoreline and even the playpen giving us a thumbs up. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. And I know people think that up here in Chicago, Chicago land, that everybody's just going to vote the same way they've been voting, but they're suffering like everybody yeah. else in the state. They want something different. They don't want to have to leave Illinois because it's a phenomenal state, yeah. so why should they leave? Right, and that's why I brought Julie Rimke. She's yeah. from Rimke's Garage. Yeah. She's a business owner here yeah, exactly. in Johnsburg, Illinois, right, Jim, Julie? And I, and I wanted to say, you know, I mean, we need people like Dan Bailey and Stephanie Trussell to be the next governor because of the business climate, right, Julie? Well, that's our biggest key is the business climate. I mean, you can't have people not paying taxes in the state yeah. and and have, think you can have a functioning government. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I think a lot of people don't realize that it's from the private businesses yeah. that pay the taxes, that pay your salary yeah. so and, and your pension. Right. So I, I get it. You know, we want to appreciate and do everything for everybody here, but you're suffocating yeah. the businesses here yeah. to the point where they're gone. Yeah. And I think and you, it would be great for you guys to go visit their their garage up in Johnsburg, um, Stephanie, you oh, and Darren. I would love to. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. And you have a business like so many farmers have a business, and they just can't wrap up and leave like so many people do. You're invested, and why should you have to move your businesses or move your family? And that's what we're fighting for. Darren Bailey, farmer, but also a very successful businessman, he's committed to making sure that everybody knows Illinois is open for business, and more importantly, we're going to make sure that people don't feel like they have to flee because they can't afford to live here. We don't have a choice. You know, you can't just pick up a family business and and just move it and think that it's going to be as successful as it was here. Right, I agree. And and so we've established a great business here, and you just can't, it's not movable. Unlike Caterpillar, they can pick up and move because they can find employees to work for their business elsewhere. Right. But... You know, when you only have 14, 15 um, technicians that are specialized, that's the other thing. Yeah. Specialization. Yeah. So. Uh, and Julie, thank you guys so much for sponsoring my show, for sponsoring this cruise. I hope you guys re-up my the sponsorship for Absolutely. the show. <laughs> you we listen love to, you, John. I, we, you know I love you, Joe, <laughs> yes. Mama Rimke, and Tony. Uh, Stephanie, thanks so much for joining us. I want you to come back at the top of the hour, though, Stephanie. We'll be right back. to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in
Welcome back to Black and Right Radio. I'm your host, Sean Anthony, live in the studio. Hour number three. If you missed those first two hours on the live on Lake Michigan show, go to 560theamster.com, download the podcast. I need more people to download the podcast. Download the Black and Right podcast, people. I appreciate it. I Thank you. Um, it's been a great show, Milan. It has. Troublemaker. Only a little. A little? Mm-hmm. Only a little. What do you mean only a little? I, I, I didn't start a lot of trouble. Yeah, well, yeah. You, well, you were trying to mix it up with Phil and, you know, even Muhammad, and Muhammad. Tyrone. You tried yeah, to, I tried. You tried to, you know. But we came full circle. Yeah. But, Stephanie, you know he's a troublemaker, right? Oh, goodness. But that's what we love about him. And since you mentioned Phil, he's not all bad. He's um, not. I'm not. This boat has affected me a little bit. And, you know, it looks like I've had something to drink, but I don't drink. <laughs> but he, he, went, he saw that I was looking a little squirrely and asked me that I need something. I said, how about a Sprite? But he found a, they, I guess they have stuff for motion yeah. signals, a little bit of a ginger chew. Yeah. So Phil is a good guy. Oh, Phil, like Phil's Phil. a great yeah. guy. And, and I hope guy. that you he know. realized, coming on events like this, he gets to see us, that we're not these, you know, horrible, mean people. Republicans are the sweetest, nicest people you want to be around. That's right, Phil. It takes a lot of courage for him to come and come to an environment where he knows he's outnumbered. Right. And, and so I told him we were going to lay hands on him and pray for him to get him a Trump t-shirt. Anybody? <laughs> I got one. But no, oh. thank you, Phil, for giving me the ginger chew. I feel so much better. Mrs. Yeah. Lieutenant Governor, you're the one that told me and John, keep an open mind for yeah. Phil. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you bring are. him around yeah. slowly. We you said do. that. Yeah, and we you got to yeah. do. And you, you guys are talking about the Safety Act, and I listen to the, the Urban Station every day. <laughs> this morning, they had uh, a member of the Black Caucus from the, you know, from Cam Springfield. Buckley. No, another one. I can't think of his name, but he was just saying, and the host, they were all they were saying is that all the talking points we're talking about, pointing out what's bad about it. That's uh, Republican talking points that are filled with lies. Yeah. And it just is so mad. Wait, wait. Can I, can I tell you why I know what, what you're saying is uh, right? Right. Marty Moylan, okay. uh, Katie Stewart, and there was a, one more. They are what's called protected legislators, oh. right? Okay. They're the, they're, 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 they're the districts where it can swing either way. They did, they voted no. So they knew that there were issues in this bill. Really? That's why they didn't let those protected legislators vote for it. Oh. That's why. Gotcha. You know, Fran Hurley voted no. Uh, John D'Amico. They, vo- they both what, voted no. Can I ask you just one question? Since you listened to it and we didn't, what did they say good about it? Because I seen LaShawn Ford on Newsmax, and he had the host on his heels. The host didn't know what to do with them. So yeah. what did they was, say good was about Was LaShawn Ford saying that it was good? He was getting yes. good points? Oh boy. Well, you know, they're yes. saying that it'll, with J.B. Pritzker talking points now, and they're kind of repeating that, that if a mom shoplifts diapers, then we're going to make sure she doesn't stay in the jail for 30 days. She shouldn't. Well, I, I mean, Without this, the bill. R- right, exactly. That should, that could, that's kind of like Obamacare. Remember, it was going to yeah. fix pre-existing yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, conditions, but it ruined the whole thing. Yeah. You can fix that and tweak that without ruining and, and implementing this horrible thing. Yeah. And J.B. Pritzker's already saying, he was on WVON this week, already saying, we, we're going to have to make some changes to it. They haven't even implemented it yet, yeah. and they want to make changes. And we have to tell all of our Democrat voters and friends that if this is such a great act, if it's going to keep us safe, why wouldn't they implement it ASAP? Right. Exactly. They 
exactly. waiting to after the midterm. Of course. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's all political, and yeah. we know that. But well, Stephanie, I wanted to bring another oh. uh, business owner, Jeffrey Adams. Is is it Micronic Silver? Yes. Net. That's the website, and, yes, and the is. product is also called uh, Micronic Silver. Micronic Silver. Uh, Jeffrey, what is what is Micronic Silver, and what uh, and what does your company do? Uh, well, our company is Nature's Miracle Silver Lining, and we create all natural health products that have no synthetics that are natural and non-toxic, yeah. and they're safe for humans and pets. Okay. So well, we, we created another category of silver. If you're familiar with a colloidal ionic mm-hmm. or nano silver, mm-hmm. um, where the first we take my, me, me and my I use I give it to my kids. So. Yeah. When yeah. it gets sick, colds, or anything like that. It's amazing. Before 1926, silver was the number one prescribed antibiotic in the world. Really? And the pharmaceutical. So it's not become, new to medicine. No, no, no. They've used it for thousands of years. Um, uh, maybe in fact, uh, 1400 BC, they used it. Uh, the Phoenicians lined their water vessels with it so the water wouldn't get bacteria in it and stagnate. So it's been around for centuries. Yeah. Um, but we're the first people to create a new category of silver that is not absorbed into the cell, that doesn't interact with any medicines, and actually works immediately on contact. So why don't the doctors prescribe your product, your, uh, the pro- prescribed silver products, I should say? <laughs> well, um, the pharmaceutical company doesn't want them to. Um, silver is noted to work on over 5,000 disease Wait, the states. Who? The big pharma. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all dollars and cents. Yeah. You know, when, um, when they came out with penicillin right before that, they actually tried to patent silver, and because it was part of our monetary system, they weren't allowed to. And that's when they discovered penicillin, and have pretty much posted a 4,000% profit margin ever since. But the hospitals actually use silver all the time. Uh, when uh, For a long time, when babies were born, they washed eyes out with silver nitrate because of bacteria going through the birth canal. Yeah. Um, and every time they do an operation, they still wash the operating rooms down with an ionized silver because it's noted to kill MRSA and staph infection. Yeah. Is your product FDA approved? Why not? <laughs> no, no. That's, um, How about patents? Um, no, we, we didn't patent it. Um, we actually created the machinery that makes our product. And if we patent it, we have to give out the schematics for the machinery. And it will give other people, um, especially Big Pharma, a clue at what we do. And some of the stuff that we do is proprietary, so we don't have to put it out there. Yeah. And what Big Pharma does is they take your machinery, they duplicate it, and they try to replicate what you're doing. And then if they can't, they lobby the federal government to make part of our process illegal so we can't make it anymore. So they don't even try to buy us out. They try to destroy right. us. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I, I don't see Chad and Cindy up here, but uh, I was at Chad and Cindy's, and I was, I was not feeling well. They gave me your product, and I promise you... I was, it took, what, 15, 20 minutes, and I felt better. I felt so much better. And, and, and I'm saying that from a personal testimony of, of actually trying and using your product. So it, it, it really helped me. And Chad and Cindy, you know, you want to eat some good food and be well. I mean, they are some people. You ever you ever feel, not feel well? Go to Chad and Cindy's house. The food and the products that they, they um, use are amazing. Yeah, we have numerous people that have gotten food poisoning, and they take our product, and within four minutes, the diarrhea, the throwing up, the stomach pain all stops. Oh, wow. Um, how is your micronic silver different from colloidal, ionic, and nano silver? Yeah. Um, well, the nano silver, I don't like nano nanoparticles because they can actually, depending on the terrain of the body, they can flip polarity and become toxic. So we wanted to stay away from the nanoparticles. Uh, colloidal and ionic silver is strictly a sublingual delivery system, meaning absorbed under the tongue. And then when you swallow them, when they hit the stomach acid, it creates silver chloride, destroying the silver, and it becomes ineffective. Those other types of silvers only stay suspended in the body for about six to eight minutes, they have to start entering a cell and they precipitate washed up the body. Um, ours has a higher atomic mass, so um, and ours is stabilized. So ours isn't destroyed by stomach acid, and ours is absorbed into the cell. Ours actually, when it comes across a fungus, bacteria, virus, um, it helps the immune system steal the electron from it, rupturing the cell wall of those things, destroying them on contact. So ours is also antiseptic. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to ask, what makes it illegal? Why do they 
make it illegal? What bad press did they use to keep you out of the mainstream? Well, according to the FDA, only a drug can cure. So to give you an idea, if you have scurvy, which is a vitamin C deficiency, and your doctor writes a prescription for oranges, he can lose his license for prescribing an unauthorized medicine, even though it'll work. And that's because, according to the FDA, only a drug can cure. Now, in the history of pharmaceuticals, no drug has ever cured anything. They just treat the symptoms. And no drug creates an alkaline environment in your body. It always creates an acidic environment. So if you have a truly alkaline environment, no disease state can exist. So if your your pH is 7.35 is where it should be for the human body, you'll almost never get sick. I, I want to quickly ask you, is, is there anything in this, at the state level that hurts or harm what you're doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. I mean, um, that a lieutenant governor or a governor can say, "Hey, wh- wh- why are we doing this to small business?" Well, to give you an example, if you have eczema, you got a minute. <laughs> okay, if you have eczema, eczema can only exist if you're deficient in omega threes. I have two daughters with eczema. Me, okay, me, my daughter too. Yeah. The, the doctors know this. Um, they could prescribe. They could prescribe um, omega threes, but because it's not a medicine, they can't. Yeah. Or the same thing um, with uh, some of the other conditions that you have. If you have a rheumatoid arthritis. A rheumatoid arthritis is a bacterial infection called a macrophage. A two-week round of minocycline will take care of it, but they don't do that because they can they can cure it for three hundred seventy dollars. Wow! Or they can treat you for the rest of your life and make three hundred seventy thousand dollars. Wow! So where is follow the motivation? The where follow is the, the motivation? Money. Follow the money. With everything, what is it? It's always follow, follow the money. money. Put your mic up. It's always follow the money. If they can't make money, they don't have anything to do with it. Yeah. So Stephanie, real quick. Jeffrey Adam, thanks so much for joining. What's your website again? Uh, it's mychronicsilver.net. Yeah. And we have a list of, of products um, that you, they're amazing. Now, we can't say that our products do anything. Right. I know. So when we do our speaking tours and stuff, we just tell people well, our I just gave a personal testimony. And, yeah. And yeah. If, if you have any benefits from it, it's all psychosomatic. But then again, if that works for you, then keep taking it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, quick, really quickly, where, do you, where are you guys going to be at? Where's the well, Darren campaign, Darren Bailey campaign for governor? We're be? starting a tour on Monday. We're hitting lots of stops. Go to BaileyFieldIllinois.com on Facebook, social media. You can meet Darren. You can meet me. Come Wednesday to Boss Dogs for our our meet and greet there. Thank you so much. BaileyFieldIllinois.com. Right. Thank you, Stephanie. Next to the governor, Jeffrey Adam. Thank you so much. You listen to the Black and Right. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. This is our last segment of the day because football will take us off the air, so we're going to be off the air at 2.30, so I wanted to quickly have a few people come up because I want them to talk about it. I wanted to introduce the people to Eduardo from Midway who calls hey. into the show. Hey. Uh, Eduardo, you call into every show, right? I call everybody. Liberal Radio, uh, Bill Cunningham, uh, Mark Levin, uh, Mike Gallagher, everybody. So you radio famous then is what you're saying? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so everybody, whenever you hear Eduardo from Midway, uh, Mark, this is Eduardo from Midway. Yeah. I wanted everybody yeah. to see that. <laughs> I wanted to also quickly pivot to my my friend, my new friend, Bob Allegra. 
um, you got a um, GoFundMe. We, we, I, I talked about it earlier, but you never talked about it. What's the GoFundMe for? Well, GoFundMe page is for me to come along and fund my legal my legal law. Phil Kiss is one of my attorneys that we are uh, going to show that it was a wrongful conviction and it was all procured by fraud. Yeah. Okay. And 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 where can people find the GoFundMe? Um, it's on GoFundMe. Um, where where's Larry here? It's it's under Robert Allegra wrongful conviction. Oh, GoFundMe. Go Robert Allegra wrong wrongful conviction. Okay, man. And you know, I, I really do hope you seek you get justice from what what has happened to you. Uh, it's it sounds nefarious. Um, I think we've seen um, how the FBI has acted uh, unprofessionally in some ways. I mean, you look at the, the, the Trump raid, you look at, you know, um, Roger Stone, a lot, you know, yeah, Mike, just Lindell. Mike, Mike Lindell, you know, the things that they've done. And, and I really hope you find something. And John, I think we've got to remember that um, we, we talk about the FBI, but it's the federal prosecutional system that's actually behind and drives the FBI and tells them what to do. It's unfortunate. And I, want to, I also want to talk, hey, Jim, you brought your fame. Jim is also yes, a sponsor sir. of this show. No Thank you so much. What's the McPhills picture? Well, this is history that's got to be taught because people, are, now this airport was criminal destroyed almost 20 years ago, and young kids today don't even know there was an airport there. Yeah. I have a bigger picture in my office, and people said, there used to be an airport there? I said, yes. And this, to me, was kind of the decline of Illinois and Chicago. That started, in my opinion. Yeah. And now, guys, I want to thank you. I got a, I got a, one more interview to do because this is the last segment. Normally, my show goes to 3 o'clock, but today we got football coming on. Um, so I want to thank you, Bob Allegra. Thank you for everything that you've thank done thus far, man. I really appreciate you, and I, I, I look forward to our friendship blossoming. And uh, Larry, you as well, man. Thank you so much. Um, we got a, a film director here. <laughs> What's your name? Andre Boy. Andre, Andre Boy. Boy. What are you working on? Um, I'm actually working on a documentary for Bob right now. Okay, we, I will look forward to it then. Right, right, Larry? Uh, Eduardo, thanks so much for joining thank us, you, John. Man. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry, continue? No, it's, it's just it's a good history lesson because when Miggs was criminal destroyed by Daly, it wasn't prosecuted. Airplanes used to come in here, do business. People would spend the weekend, watch the Bears game, etc. All that was ruined. And the airport actually made money for Chicago. Yeah. What a concept. Oh, is that the reason why it was destroyed? Because it made money? Yeah, no. yeah. You can't make money in Chicago. No, exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jim. It's always a pleasure. Um, let's pivot back. Uh, do, I believe we have uh, Dennis Rebelletti, who's running for the state senate on the line. Dennis, welcome back to Black and Right. John and Verlon, how are you guys doing? We're doing well. Uh, Verlon doesn't have his headphones. Verlon doesn't have his headphones. Uh, he'll, he'll have them Of shortly. course. <laughs> you know he's causing trouble. That's why. Uh, Dennis, thanks yeah, so much right. for sponsoring this boat cruise. I, I, Dennis, I really appreciate you for sponsoring this boat cruise, brother. You know, I wish I could be there, John, but we're trying to win this election right now. We're out here hitting the street. Uh, I sent you another hit piece against me that, you know, uh, here I am, a, a guy who helped write the concealed carry law, being attacked as a guy who wants guns in schools and, and, and tragedies to occur all over the state. It's just nonsensical, John. And when you've got yeah. nothing else, you go back to the regular issues and, uh, you know, you just throw dirt everywhere. Shameful. What's up, Dennis? This is Verlon. You're going to win, man. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No matter what they do, you're going to win. 
Berlin, uh, you know what? It's nice to hear your voice. Uh, we're out here grinding, brother. You know, we're taking the fight to the to the, the average everyday person. We're not here, uh, you know, trying to talk platitudes like all the folks on Twitter and the news media talking about how the safety act is wonderful. They haven't been singing those tunes for the last year and a half. That's why it starts on January 1st. Tune in, tune in tomorrow, with Mark Vargas. I'm trying to get this one guy that's de- been def- defending the safety act, and I would love if I can get him on the show for you to call in and go at him. You tell me what time, Berlin. I'll be on there. I'm, I'm looking forward to, <laughs> to some debates. You know, this is my wheelhouse. I was a former prosecutor. I've done the work. I, I've done bond hearings on both sides of the ball. You know, the misinformation out there from the Democrats. Well, it's going to be from the, 7 to 9 tomorrow, Sunday night. All right, you text me the time and I'm going to be there. So that is what, what, what um, yeah, your opponent, I, I, I've been watching her Facebook page. Uh, she, she doesn't have a message. What? I see. It, it's all about how bad you are, but she has nothing to say about what she's done in Springfield. You know, John, I have to tell you, Dennis, uh, you there? she did not even vote on the Safety Act. I don't understand why. You're a sitting senator. You represent a couple hundred thousand people, and you're dead silent on the issue. I don't know any major accomplishments. It's the go-along, get-along mentality and do what you're told, and that's not my style. You know that. We serve together. It's about getting stuff done for my district and I intend right. on I doing that. that. Yeah. Yeah. You got a fundraiser coming up, right? You got a fundraiser October 10th at Pyramid Club in Anderson. You got a fundraiser coming up, Dennis? We, we do have a fundraiser October 10th at Pyramid Club in Addison. We're losing you, John. From you, you got a question, John? Uh, just Jim, Jim has a Hello. No, I'm just saying, I'm a little, I'm a little bit uh, west of you, but I'm, uh, I'll come to your fundraiser, absolutely. Well, I appreciate that. John has the information. Yeah. I think we've logged uh, I, in. I, I really book. appreciate hey, guys. that. Thank you so much. Dennis, we got to go, but Dennis Rebeletti, again, brother, we're going to do everything we can here at uh, Black and Right to make sure that you're the next senator, um, and, and, and you got to win this, bro. Going to appreciate you, thank you. He's gone. Yeah. But uh, hey, guys, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank you guys uh, you got for it, listening Dennis. to the show. Uh, Villan, another tr- another book, another cruise in the books. Another one. <laughs> I love these things, and, and many more to come too. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. So, Jim, did you have a good time? It's always a great time. A perfect day could be better. Yeah. I mean, look, look at and yet, and yet, uh, Biden says we have a climate crisis going on. <laughs> but I'll take this view. climate crisis any day of the week. Look at that view, Jim. <laughs> That's right. Can't beat it. That, that's a... <laughs> no, hey, hey, Captain Joe. Captain Joe, come here. No, Captain Joe, get over here. Captain get Joe, Captain Joe. Captain Joe, get over here. Captain Joe. Here. Get over here. Get Captain Joe. He's gone. Captain hey, Joe, Joe, we got a mermaid here for oh, you. Oh, I've been trying to get Captain Joe on the radio for he three years. <laughs> he will not come on the radio. But, guys, I'm, I'm telling you, go to freespiritcruises.com. Book. They, they still have many openings together. If you want to bring out... They got a, a smaller boat, a bigger boat. This one fits over 120 people, the smaller one. I believe it's 50 people. Um, book it. Yeah. You know, the you food can bring is good. Dentist. The beer is cold. It's a wonderful venue. It really is. Yeah. I, I, and I appreciate you for saying that, man. Yeah. I want to thank Amy Jacobson for coming out. Yay! Hey, Art. Everybody, I hope y'all tipping Art really good. Art's been great. Thank you so much, Art. Art. Hey, guess what? Art. <laughs>
<laughs> Art's going to vote for Dan Bailey for governor. That's, That's right. right. Hey. A lifelong Democrat, guys. A lifelong right. Democrat. Art was a lifelong Democrat, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna help Art out. Art's gonna look at life differently from a, the political spectrum. I see you have Carissa from Rahab's daughter here. Carissa, thanks so much for joining us. You and your husband, uh, Rahab's daughter, is doing great things, marvelous things. You guys, I mean, I was just at the gala, and it was amazing. Uh, Pete, thank you so much. Eric, thank you so much. Guys, that's a wrap. We out. Yep. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.